What kind of podcasts do you like listening to? Dude, I listen to some health and wellness ones. I listen to uh, some cycling ones, mm-hmm. um, some political ones. Any big names out there? Oh, man. I like the Hodge. Uh, what is that? Hodge, oh, the Hodge Twins? Hodge Twins. Oh, yeah. those dudes are funny. Those dudes crack me up. I love those guys. I haven't caught up with them in a while, but they got their own podcast now? Yeah, they got podcasts and videos. and yeah. They, I know they do a lot with uh, Louder with Crowder. You yeah, know that guy's hilarious, dude, dude. And he's a smart guy. I know. I love his soul. Change my mind. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he comes out. Does he come out to – is he out here? Because isn't he from Canada, isn't he? Dude, I, I don't thought know he's where Canadian. he's from. I don't know, maybe. But then, like, when he does that, change my mind, he's over here. Yeah, he's here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly where he's from. I'm just happy he's still, you can still watch him. Yeah. You know, because there's guys out there, like, I don't know if you ever heard of Alex Jones. He got canned. Oh, did he really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, he's canned. He was a big, uh, like, conspiracy theorist, I guess you can say, in other words. Uh And he was behind the the Sandy Hoax thing when uh, he was saying the Sandy Hook was a hoax. It was a hoax. And, like, so a lot of of his listeners were, uh, they were bullying the the, the parents of the kids who passed away. That's not cool. That's not cool. And so he got called out. Yeah, I mean, that that, that part's not cool. He doesn't, he's not, they cut cut him off of uh, IG, social media, Facebook. because there was a, you know, there was a few things that were all happening around that year. I mean, to be all conspiracy theorists, where, you know, there was people that were in the crowds that were at multiple, multiple, you know, mm-hmm. events and shootings. You know, like there was mm-hmm. this one girl who was like, oh, oh yeah, remember that? that? And wait, she's there, and she's there. I'm like, I'm like, wow, you know, so what was going I've seen, on? I remember those. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, it makes I, you want to start questioning these it things, It does right? make you want to yeah. question it. He went know? down the rabbit hole too deep, and so they yeah. cut him off of social media. Um, he's not. You can't even. I think he does have podcasts, but it's yeah. broken up within hours. Um, but he, you can't find him on YouTube no more. Yeah, that's too bad. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's real. He was real informative, and and he was even on uh, Joe Rogan a few uh-huh. months ago, uh-huh. and he even said, he goes, look at man, he goes, I, I'm human. I went down that rabbit hole way too deep because yeah. I had people show up at my house and black vans saying they were they were chipped by aliens and that they're watching and this and that get in the van we got to go he was you know because look at when you're when you're out there and you're you're putting this type of stuff out there there's people that have mental illness that are schizo and and they you tell them things like that they're gonna believe it they're gonna believe that other one was the pizza one the pizza portal or the pizza gate whatever where they were molesting children at this pizza spot and i think it was in washington dc oh, yeah, i'm not correct yeah. yeah but people were going in there one guy went in i think he was trying to shoot up the place oh geez yeah so stuff like that you know he, he even admitted he goes man he goes i had to watch you know because you, your audience you right, know your right. audience you, you're influencer right and so when you're when you're going out there and you're yelling i don't know if you ever seen his videos he'd be yelling yeah. uh-huh. screaming and just saying they're after us. They're gonna, the, the, you know, just certain things, you yeah. know, and, and politics and stuff like that. Yeah, and, yeah, totally. You know, he was saying that the the water, there's water somewhere uh, that's making the frogs gay. I don't know what area that is. <laughs> and he was, he was, go, he was really out there. But, but believe it or not, though, if you looked up a lot of his information that he Dude, would there say, was some there's fact, some true facts. There's, and that's the thing, you know, with a lot of conspiracies, is there's a lot of truth behind those conspiracies, you know. But you have to really. Be certain before you start just you know putting stuff out there. You know it's like mm-hmm. you know I laugh you know I laugh when I you know when when like when Trump you know was um, you know when his building was bugged right yeah, yeah. he's like dude they're spying on me and people are like oh dude you're just being conspiracy you're being uh, you know mm-hmm. paranoid and it comes out they were uh, surveilling him another word for like spying right yeah, yeah you're yeah. like okay 
it was sounded like a conspiracy because you're like uh, you just want to say but fact of the matter is he was right you know i mean mm-hmm. that's just an example you know mm-hmm. it's like so sometimes there's a lot of there's a lot of truth behind a lot of these quote conspiracies mm-hmm. but it hasn't come out yet or there had but sometimes you're like okay dude people died at sandy hook you go let's you know was there something else going on behind the scenes you know pulling the strings mm, we may never know we the truth never know the truth yeah you know i mean it doesn't take away the fact that people died mm-hmm. and we we can't say they were you know it's like who's gonna sac yeah no one's gonna sacrifice their kid for you know like come on you know yeah to go and attack the parents and the people that were harmed you know mm-hmm. by that crazy you know crazy people you know crazy dude you just like yeah well let's get this podcast started let's do it, man, man. Well, right. thank you for showing up man Absolutely. i appreciate you ladies and gentlemen I'm your host, Stephen G. Gaxiola, and you're listening to The Raider and the Saint. Whoop, whoop. It is Sunday, February 9th. It's been a couple weeks since I've been in the studio. I told you guys last week I was going to take the week off for the Super Bowl. So I did exactly that, and I want to let you guys know that I was really uh, jonesing from being back here and podcasting, man. I'm really enjoying it. Um, I first and foremost, want to thank all my listeners and supporters. You know, I want to, I want to thank all you guys for uh, being there for me and, and giving me uh, good comments and some of you guys being critical on, on certain things, and I, and I take that in perspective. So I want to thank all my, my supporters and listeners, friends and family. Upcoming events, I have a beer exchange next weekend. I will be at my co-worker's Brandon Harper's house, and we're going to be brewing beer. Uh, it's kind of like a beer exchange, so I'm going to be podcasting from there. I know I talked about it in the past. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it again. I'm going to bring the equipment, and we're going to see how the quality comes out. But um, that's what I'll be next week. Um, it's going to be cool. It's going to be a lot of different beers uh, I'll be trying out. I'll get to see uh, my boy... Uh, make beer you know um, i'll be talking about the process and i got a couple guys uh i think one guy's a he's a water chemist or something like that he knows a lot about uh, the water and the ph balances and stuff like that so he's gonna be there i'm gonna get him on to talk a little bit of how beer is made i think it should be a good uh episode and i will be posting stuff on ig and facebook so you guys can see the process of how beer is made other than that, my guest today is a, I, I guess you could say a good friend of mine, going to be a good friend of mine, a new friend of mine. Um, I met him on route. Um, he is a chiropractor. And what else, what else could I say about you? A uh, postural specialist. Chiropractor, postural, postural specialist, you know, changing lives. That's what I do. Dr. Sean Milam is in the house. Thank you for showing up on the show. Thank you for being on the show, brother. Absolutely. I appreciate you being Definitely. here, man. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. Tell the tell the folks a little bit about yourself. Man, you know, it, it's been a journey, Steve. Uh, you know, I, this is my 20th year in chiropractic. Uh, I cannot believe I've been doing this this long. I remember when I was right out of school, I rented some space from a doctor and been, you know, in practice mm-hmm. yeah, for 10 years. And I was thinking, wow, man, this guy is 
this guy's a veteran. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he must really know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And um, here I am, 20 years later, still doing it, plugging away in the mm-hmm. trenches, you, you, you know, taking care of my peeps and, mm-hmm. you know, changing lives. So that's, in fact, that's what gets me up in the morning. That's what's kept me going mm-hmm. through some challenging times in practice and economy changes and insurance changes and mm-hmm. all those things that actually caused a lot of chiropractors to leave the profession or leave. How long did he, how long were you in the profession for? Well, this I mean, my, how long did it take you to get in the profession? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to become a chiropractor, it's four years of, of undergrad. Mm-hmm. So um, basically to get all the requirements you need, you, you have to go down the, the, the pre-med um, pathway because you have to have all the same requirements to get into medical school as you do chiropractic school. So mm-hmm. you just go pre-med, you get, you get everything covered, all your, you know, um, the years of biology and chemistry and organic chemistry and math and, and so forth. Um, and then after um, undergrad, uh, you go to chiropractic school and chiropractic school is a four year program. Mm-hmm. Um, generally, most schools are set up year round, so you don't really get much of a break. It's a quarter system. Mm-hmm. So you f- you you can finish like I like myself, mm-hmm. finish chi- chiropractic school in three and a quarter years mm-hmm. um, because you don't really get much of a summer break or whatever. what made you want to become a chiropractor? Yeah, that, that's actually a really interesting story. Um, I grew up in a household where where there was a potion, lotion, or pill for whatever ailed you. So if you were sick, you got a sniffle. Oh, you better take start taking this antibiotic so you don't get mm-hmm. um, you don't get sick. You mm-hmm. know, don't get a cold or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, it, but it never resonated with me. It, it never set. It never set right. Mm-hmm. And um, fast forward, my mom always suffered from back pain. Mm-hmm. Most common chiropractic thing we see in the office, right? Yes. Um, but she went down the the medical, <laughs> as we were chit chatting, you know, earlier, medical rabbit hole, right? She mm-hmm. was doing everything her medical doctor was telling her to do. Um, three weeks, literally bedridden, couldn't get out of bed. Mm. My dad was having to carry her to the bathroom down. It, it was bad. Wow. And um, my neighbor said, you know, ran into my neighbor, and she's like, "Hey, you need to go see my. Have your mom go see my chiropractor." So my mom was really at wit's end. So chiropractic was her last resort. Mm-hmm. Um, so my dad and I carried her to the car, drove her to the chiropractor's office, carried her in. Um, while I was in the waiting room waiting, mm-hmm. he had all these pamphlets on what is chiropractic, chiropractic and sports and, mm-hmm. and all these different things. So I'm mm-hmm. sitting there for an hour, you know, reading these things because mm-hmm. I was, you know, 15 years old, bored out of my mind. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, okay, this, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the beautiful thing about chiropractic is it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And the whole model of chiropractic makes sense. So mm-hmm. anyway, she walks out of the chiropractor's office. And she wow. had that chiropractic miracle, as I call it, where, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, we don't see those all the time, um, mm-hmm. but it's like we're carried in and walked out. And I was just blown away. 15 years old, just like, oh my gosh, this is insane. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be a chiropractor. I mean, mm-hmm. just from reading the pamphlets and seeing how it helped my mom. Wow. So anyway, um, career day, met a chiropractor. You know, the only two cool, cool people at the career day was the police officer. Mm-hmm. He was awesome. And, um, and the chiropractor. Mm -hmm. So I I was like, wow, you know, both Mm -hmm. are great professions, of course. Mm -hmm. I'm like, but that chiropractic really resonated with me. And, um, so, um, I, you know, I went Mm pre-med just to get the requirements out of the way. Mm -hmm. And then I went to college you go to. Um, so I started at Cal state Fullerton. Okay. Phenomenal school. Had a great experience there. Um, 
but at, at the time when I was there, it was time. It was challenging getting classes, mm-hmm. and you'd be like, "Oh, well, you can't get this class this semester, but we can get it for you next semester." Sucks, and man. I hate it when that happened to me, dude. It was just brutal. But it, it was all during that budget time crunches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, at the at the pace I was going, I was on like the six and a half year program. It was just like I'm mm-hmm. like, it was, it was just painful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I transferred to Chapman, mm-hmm. um, and. Um, originally out of high school, I got amazing scholarships. Are you a grants. local boy? I'm a local boy, man. I, I went to Modern Day High School. Okay. Yeah, so right up the street from oh, here. Oh, wow. That's so, cool. uh, in fact, met my wife there. Um, so, yeah, totally local boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, but, you know, getting back to yeah, the, yeah. the school. Went to Chapman. Went to Chapman, graduated from Chapman, you know, um, pretty quick because mm-hmm. I was able to get all the classes I, mm-hmm. I needed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and phenomenal school as well. Um, yes, it is. So I was very, very, uh, you know, happy at, at Chapman, mm-hmm. and um, and then from there took a little bit of time off um, just to kind of regroup and recover from undergrad. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I, you know, worked a little bit, and then it, um, started chiropractic school at Palmer Chiropractic College up in the Bay Area. Okay. And um, there's a local school here. Unfortunately, it's not the most solid school, and mm-hmm. I'm sure there's going to be some haters for me saying that. But <laughs> um, you know, there there's definitely a difference between the schools. The schools mm-hmm. make a huge difference in the profession, mm-hmm. um, and make a huge difference on the type of chiropractor that come comes out. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm really really fortunate to have been able to go to Palmer. And uh, graduated Palmer, and um, and then moved back to ultimately ended up moving back to Orange County, and, mm-hmm. and started my shop. So tell the people a little bit about chiropractic. You yeah. know, what, what, what's the be- the benefits, the health benefits, and the wellness behind that? Yeah, you, you know, know, for the people that don't know. Yeah, yeah, uh, chiropractic is awesome, and. You know, I I like to go back to how chiropractic first got its start. Yeah, that's you know? what I, that's the question I want to ask first. Man, it's it's crazy. It's crazy how it first got started. So you know, backing up even further, Hippocrates, the founder of medicine, mm-hmm. he literally says, "Look to the spine for the cause of disease. Look Whoa. to the spine, dude." Here's the guy who's the founder of medicine, and he's saying, "Look into the spine." So you know, you go back. You, there, there's actually they found Egyptian, ancient Egyptian you know, um, scriptures and things like that, you know, they're showing spinal manipulation. So spinal manipulation in itself has been around forever. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but fast forward to when chiropractic first got started, it was back in 1895 by okay. a guy named DD D. Palmer. Okay. Okay. Canadian dude who was living up in, who was living in Iowa. Okay. Um, study of studier of medicine and philosophy and magnetic healing and all these alternatives actually. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. um, if I didn't mention anatomy, you know, it had to do all about anatomy and a neurology of the time and mm-hmm. things like that. And he was in a building, uh, in his business building, office building, and there was a janitor there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, um, they were, this janitor had lost his hearing. Um, and couldn't hear and was really hard of hearing and they were communicating mm-hmm. and the guy could read lips. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think is how that all worked. Uh, that detail, I don't know for certain, but, mm-hmm. um, anyway, the janitor ex- explaining how he was lifting, um, a heavy, heavy box felt the pop in his neck and his hearing. He lost his hearing shortly thereafter. Well, I think I heard this for, yeah, 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 yeah. Continue. Yeah. 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 This, it was crazy. So anyway, so DD Palmer is like, Hey, let me, let me feel your spine, <laughs> you know? And <laughs> he felt this area that didn't feel right. And he's like, and so literally he popped it back into place for lack mm-hmm. of a better word. And the guy got his hearing back. 
Uh, I mean, it, it, you know, it was mind blowing and it was funny as they actually thought they found the cure for deafness. Deaf but, um, yeah, I was yeah, gonna ask that. There's question. all kinds of different causes of deafness and <laughs> yeah, they didn't. Yeah. And, um, but it actually began, that was the first chiropractic adjustment. That's what started, literally started the, the profession. Mm. And, um, his son, BJ Palmer, um, is the developer of chiropractic. So he started the school, they started the school together and just really started a chiropractic hospital mm -hmm. in Davenport, Iowa. Um, they, in, in Davenport, Iowa, they started the first uh, radio station, WOC, I forget what the number is, but it stood for World of Chiropractic. And Ronald Reagan got his first radio gig at that, at that radio station. Wow. So, we're, you know, it's, so just a, amazing story. No, yeah. Um, so, you know, they really started, you know, the research and um, some of the sciences behind chiropractic. And um, there is actually a lot of science behind chiropractic. Uh, mm -hmm. In fact, chiropractic has been so far ahead that science is just now starting to catch up to it. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is when you think about chiropractic and that first adjustment, official adjustment in 1895, right? Mm -hmm. um, here we are well over 100 years later mm -hmm. in the core and the essence of chiropractic has not changed. Think about that. Now in medicine, you know, there's a time and place for everything. So th mm -hmm. this is, uh, you know, th please don't, no one take that the wrong way. Time and place for yeah. everything. Mm -hmm. um, but you think about medicine, you think about, wow, 10, 20 years ago, wh what they did then. Mm -hmm. Today, would in most cases, would be barbaric, totally not recommended mm -hmm. you, you know you know things like that medicine constantly has to change because they find it more and more what they're doing mm -hmm. is actually wrong not right mm -hmm. always exceptions to that but you get you know yeah, I, yeah. I think people understand it's like it it it, it it's the core ha, it is constantly changing for them it's like hitting a it's hitting a moving target mm -hmm. where chiropractic it's just steadfast man you know, and, and it helps people not only with neck pain and back pain, but so many different other health problems, mm -hmm. helps them prevent um, other health problems. It gives them energy. I was reading on your website earlier yeah. today. Uh, well, no, I think it was last night, too. I was, I was looking you up and you had a, uh, it was an article, not an article, it was a little, little sayings. And one thing that said that if you have if you have like for me, I, I, I get I get problems if my, you know, I get constipated sometimes. Yeah. And. I was reading that uh, just in your back, it could be a pinched nerve in your back totally. that you can't feel, and, and it's messing up. Because yeah, I, I I'm on a you know, I try to watch what I eat. I yeah. take I take a lot of vitamins. Great. and good, I get good. my exercise every day. Super important. And because from I had a back injury, obviously, and that's how I, I got to meet you and everything, and 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 learn about getting your back adjusted and the health benefits and all that. And so, talk, you know. Can you talk a little bit about that as far as like, you know, like those, those little, like how important is it to go get adjusted? Uh, what would you recommend? Like a month, you know, a couple yeah. of weeks, depending on. It really depends on people's lifestyles. Mm -hmm. um, now I get adjusted every week, whether I think I need it or not. Mm -hmm. And so does my family. You know, we get adjusted per, for preventative reasons. We, um, for our overall optimum health overall function for our posture, you know, cause every day, you know, we're sitting here, we're doing this podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Having a good time. 
But look at our posture. You yeah, know, we're, the posture, we're all, yeah. You know, we're kind of sitting well, yeah, here, we're kind of slouching a little bit, you know, and, you know, we, it, or when your people are driving down the road and, you know, they're leaning into their, you know, armrest cockeyed for, you know, mm. for a little bit. I mean, it only takes 20 minutes of being in a poor postural position to begin to create deformities within all the soft tissues. Mm. And before your body, in other words, when your body starts to hold mm. or, or maintain a poor postural position. So we constantly need to be working on our posture and exercise key, you know, movement, exercise, getting up. I'm a huge fan of Apple watches and, you know, Fitbits where with the stand reminders, you know, we got to get up, we got to move. We're meant to move. You're meant to move. We're right? meant to move, man. Um, but, you know, it's like you, you, you mentioned constipation and, you know, I, I have a new patient. She just recently started. She's awesome. Amazing. Gorgeous voice, opera singer, Whoa, uh, opera singer. yeah, professional level opera singer, and you know, uh, came in for for headaches and migraines. That was her, that was her motivating factor yeah. to come in, and that's and that's what you know, it, it, uh, that's what people do. They come in for one particular thing, but through the exam process and history, you find out it's rarely just one thing. It's rare. In fact, usually if it, if they just say one thing, mm -hmm. I found most of the time they're lying. Um, now, but it can happen, but it's mm. rare. People always have multiple things going on. Mm. They just don't realize what's happening. They've ignored it, mm -hmm. you know, for years. So, so when I say lying, not intentional lying, they're just mm. minimizing. So lying is probably a little harsh on that one, <laughs> 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 but you know, they're just not aware of the connection. Right. Yeah. So like, so for her, she came in for migraines. Next we find out it's like you mentioned constipation and mm. digestion issues and all these different things. So I evaluated her spine, and guess what? There was problems in these all these different areas of her spine where those nerves send the strength and energy to those critical organs of the body. Mm -hmm. So, you know, am I treating her constipation or digestive issues? Not directly. Mm -hmm. But what I'm doing is I'm addressing the spine, restoring the proper function, taking the pressure off the nerves, and allowing the body to heal itself. Mm -hmm. And we all have that innate internal, right? Mm -hmm. The innate ability to heal ourselves. We just need to remove that interference that's keeping us from reaching those levels of, of health and vitality. So, so taking pills pain pills for back problems is that going to affect even if you go get adjusted is that is that going to hold you back as far as getting healed properly healing like taking like say an ibuprofen that, or like for like example that, or... like everybody on my on the, my listeners know yeah that i was addicted to pills i had yeah. a bad back became addicted to pills yeah well, and i was tough, get, i was on pills and i was getting you know i was seeing the chiropractor i was getting yeah. adjusted i was getting the electric stem cells right right and i was getting a massage therapist but i wasn't getting better right you know right. and and so, but it did. I didn't start getting better until after I got off the pills. Right. I still go get massages. Yeah. I go get adjusted, and now, the, and I realize, okay, inflammation, all that totally. stuff. Totally. And and now I don't have back problems. Right. I mean, I, obviously, I can't go out and play full core basketball because I haven't trained yet. You know, but you I, hurt I, yourself. I can go right. to work. Yeah, I can right. go to work and, and, and live work. life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And live life. Right. So, do you think? Uh, like people being on, on, on medications like that, it, it's blinding or holding their body back from being fully healed. It really can, especially when you're, especially certain medications like oxy. Yeah. You brought you yeah. mentioned that. Oh, you know that that does a weird thing for the pain cycle. It, mm -hmm. it actually creates rebound effects. It makes you worse. It makes you worse, and that's the reason why. You know, you mentioned you know you know just being addicted 
to, mm-hmm. to the meds, you know, uh, it, what, what happens is you start to reduce your, your, your intake of that medicine, right? Mm-hmm. The pain rebounds. It's mm-hmm. like that super ball, mm-hmm. you know, where you throw it down and it bounces up higher even. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that's what happens with the pain. So you're like, Oh shoot, I, I need to, I need that me- medicine. And then mm-hmm. you, and then you just get stuck in this cycle. So taking like say an ibuprofen every now and then you just played a you know a hard game of basketball or you know i race mountain bikes so you know i i did a hard race my muscles are sore you know and i'm inflamed and mm-hmm. you know i'm like all right you know i i'm guilty i mm-hmm. I'm, i've I, i've taken an ibuprofen or tylenol mm-hmm. um but i only needed to take it like once in that day or maybe mm-hmm. twice but if i'm finding myself oh man i'm having to take this on a regular basis there's something wrong something's wrong i didn't i just don't have sore muscles mm-hmm. you know when you have back pain and you go to your traditional medical doctor and they're like oh you just pulled a muscle and you know six months later you still have that have back it. pain mm-hmm. it, it's pretty clear it's not muscle mm-hmm. you know like, and, and 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 so that's the reason why taking these medications can sometimes mask things mm. and then lead from it what's going to call an acute or you know mm. early you know problem and make it a chronic or long-term problem and the longer people have problems whether it's regardless of what the health problem is the mm. longer it's there the longer it takes to heal mm-hmm. the sooner you address a problem the faster you you'll get are better. you allowed to tell your, your your patients that like hey you know well obviously they give you a chart of everything they're yeah. on sometimes and, and, yeah. and, and the, the sometimes sometimes so, so, yeah, yeah sometimes yeah. they don't you know again yeah. not intent necessarily not, intentional yeah. but sometimes they just don't tell me the whole story the whole story that that happens unfortunately more times mm-hmm. than not and that's mm-hmm. the reason why during my exam i really like to dig you know it's like yeah you can fill all my lo- online questionnaires and health surveys and all that mm-hmm. but you know if, when you come into my office i'm not going to rely on what you wrote I'm going to ask you questions. I want to get to know you. Yeah. And I want to see, you know, because sometimes it's the funniest thing. It's like, yeah, you get constipation. You'll see people squirm in their seat and they mm-hmm. say, no, I'm like, well, how often do you have a bowel movement? Oh, well, like every few days. Whoa. And they don't consider, and, and, and they don't consider that constipation in their mind or they've dismissed it when we should be having bowel movements once to twice a day mm-hmm. is normal. Mm-hmm. So you, you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it, it's when you're, when you're, when you're engaging, when I'm engaging with mm-hmm. my patient, it's so important because there's all those little nuances that you pick mm-hmm. up and you find out, and then you can ask a follow-up question and, and you're able to dig. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you still don't get your, you know, mm-hmm. things, but you know, you're able to ask the question in a way to, to find out that, mm-hmm. Oh wait, there's more going on. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's why it's really important to establish that a good relationship with your patient. That, that, yeah. That's, that's good. Yeah. You but, yeah, go. Yeah, it's it's amazing how like when I show up and I lay down, you ask what's up, my, my hips are this, and this, and you feel and click yeah. click click click, and I'm like, holy smoke! Yeah, you're yeah. done, bro. I'm like, man, thank you. And yeah, you know, you go on and, and and with your life, man. I mean, that's the reason why I had you on the show, man, because it's so beneficial for people to you know start looking at their their health at, at a different way mm-hmm. and. And it, I think it does believe it, that, uh, it starts with the spine. Totally. You know, all you got all your nerves and everything, everything. running down there, and one little tweak, and next yeah. thing you know, you got headaches or you got constipation. Right. Well, your nervous system literally controls every cell in your body, every cell. Mm. You know, um, people can survive with a heart transplant, right? Mm-hmm. Amazing miracle of medicine, yes, right? Yes. Uh, you know, that's one of those things that mm-hmm. you know. Um, it, but 
there's no nerve replacement. There's no spine, real legitimate spine nerve replacement. It, it, you, you get one. Mm-hmm. And nerves heal, but n- nerves take a long time to heal when they've been injured or damaged. I and had- sometimes we don't live long enough to even see the healing process. So that's why it's so important to take care of your spine and your nervous system. I had coworkers, I mean, the, a lot of them with back problems. Mm-hmm. One of them would get go in there and have this procedure where they would burn the nerve endings. Yeah, ablation. Yeah. yeah. And then another one, they, they would take the disc out and infuse oh. the spine. Yeah. yeah what do you think about those some type of procedures? Oh, man, you know, it, it's tough because when, when people are in a lot of pain, um, and I'm, you know, a lot of pain, um, it even hurts to get chiropractic and you know, we start out, we can start out light, like in that patient, for uh-huh. example, you know, it's like, and we start doing some light therapy and light, you know, when not light as in lights from above, but yeah. you know, soft, Less gentle struggle. type of yeah. therapy, just something to start to get that motion of movement and pressure off the disc. Um, but sometimes people are in so much pain, they've gone beyond and that can happen or they, they no longer can take it anymore. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, we're human, right? Mm-hmm. And so my chiropractor could be like, dude, just give it time. Come on, we can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, just, it's just going to take a long time, but we can get there. Mm-hmm. But man, they're suffering. And um, one of the beauties of, 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 you know, medicine mm-hmm. is, you know, lower back surgeries have, have gotten more mm-hmm. successful than what they were. But that but doesn't mean for them to not go and start still getting adjusted. No, and stuff, no. Because there's other areas, areas of the spine that start to compensate. So mm-hmm. I have people come in all the time who have had back surgery and I may leave that area that, mm-hmm. you know, alone that had the surgical process, but I'll work on the areas above or below because those areas now have more stress on them mm-hmm. and they're compensating. They're making up for the, that surgically repaired, mm-hmm. um, hopefully repaired area mm-hmm. of the spine. Yeah, yeah, right. you know? I mean, you know, unfortunately there's a lot of back surgery failures, a, lot. Um, a whole lot, especially when the neck, it's like, that's the last thing you want to mm-hmm. do. Um, but, um, will treat the other areas and research shows people that have low back pain, low back pain have neck dysfunction. And so what that means is dysfunction over time will lead to pain, degeneration, accelerated aging processes of the spine, mm-hmm. all from compensations. A lot of it posturally related because mm-hmm. you know, they're tilted, they're leaning and then their head is compensating. And so, um, and, and then sometimes the low back pain is actually coming from the neck area, which is odd. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, there's some chiropractors, all they do is adjust one bone in the spine and it's the mm-hmm. upper part of the neck. Mm-hmm. Um, and it helps, it does help people. And, you know, and that's the thing about chiropractic is, you know, you mentioned going to a chiropractor earlier. Mm-hmm. It wasn't me. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying maybe I could have done anything better, but not all chiropractors are the same yeah. and not all their trainings the same. A lot of them, they, they only treat the area that hurts and they forget mm-hmm. about the whole, the fact that the spine is connected from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. So, or, you know, I, I've had a patient who went to um, a chiropractor where all they did was adjust the upper part of their neck and they had mm-hmm. low back pain and the low back pain was getting better. Wow. Yeah, dude. Well, and sometimes it works for people. So I'm not saying okay. it's, it's uh-huh. bad, okay. but this was a patient that needed more. more. And I adjust the upper part of the mm-hmm. neck too, mm-hmm. but I also look at the low back. When you first started chiropractic mm-hmm. and you got that patient's head in your, in your hand, and you're about <laughs> ready to twist. How, how do you not freak out, man? Dude, I, I had sweaty palms. I was like, Oh my God. Um, yeah, that's, that was funny. Cause 
uh, when I was in could you really school. could people get injured from being adjusted wrong? Okay, that's a good question. Really good question. Chiropractic is extremely safe, and if to show how safe it is, when you're in chiropractic school, mm-hmm. you start and you learn on your fellow classmate. Okay, you have really no clue what you're doing. You mm-hmm. know, you're like you think you do, but you really don't have an an ounce of mm-hmm. of thing like how hard how soft how fast how slow do you actually do the maneuver mm-hmm. right and um you know in chiropractic school no one people aren't getting hurt you know in in their defense sometimes they're getting some bad headaches because they did have a really bad adjustment mm-hmm. but uh, it's extremely safe mm-hmm. um kind of put things into perspective of safety um when you look at insurance rates mm-hmm. okay um so if you're a bad driver, what it, what happens to your insurance? It goes up. It goes up, mm-hmm. right? So you're a risky driver, mm-hmm. right? What if you're a good driver? Your insurance rates are more reasonable. Reasonable, right? We won't say low. We won't say low because they're still ridiculous. <laughs> we'll say, but yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> they're more yeah. reasonable, right? Yeah, yeah. So for chiropractic and in, in any in any doctor mm-hmm. when they're when they're getting insured insured mm-hmm. it's all based upon risk mm-hmm. okay so an anesthesiologist for example okay that's the that's the doc that puts you to sleep before surgeries mm-hmm. okay um mm-hmm. they pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for an insurance policy with the, my exact same types of coverage okay i pay 12 i think it's like 1250 a year mm-hmm. $1,250 a year for that to be insured. Wow. My, my, my auto insurance, and I'm a pretty good knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Find some wood yeah, around here. Some, you know, there's yeah. some wood right there. You know, my insurance is pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, but my auto insurance is more expensive than what my uh, malpractice insurance is. So safety wow. and chiropractic is, it go, go hand in hand. Now, that's not saying there can be issues. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of safety studies on that government sponsored safety studies because it's you know we're licensed right Mm -hmm. they need to know what we're doing is safe and um the chances of having what's called an adverse event and depending there's a couple different studies a few different studies out there but it's between one in four and one in six million chances of having quote an adverse event adverse events can be anything from a from a bad headache Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. um to death Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a broad range. Mm-hmm. Um, so the number of people actually injured um, or hired by chiropractic is so, so low. That's the reason why when you hear about one in the news, mm-hmm. it's a big deal because it never happens. It's like, or I shouldn't say never because it did, but mm-hmm. rarely, extremely rarely happens. Um, mm-hmm. But when people come in, I take a lot of things in other chiropractors too. Mm-hmm. We look at the patient because not every patient should be adjusted when they come in. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's determined by the chiropractor mm-hmm. and, and the patient and their history and mm-hmm. um, their exam. Can you, can you adjust yourself? No. Because I know people, they'll sit there and, and, and they'll on laying on the bed and they'll turn their hips and they'll hear their back crack and stuff yeah. like that. That's, that doesn't mean it's an adjustment, right? It's, you it's, just... Very different, and in fact, you know, I get is patient. it bad for people to it, crack their hips be. and stuff like that? Yeah, their it, neck. Yeah, it can be because you know what, what's happening is you're just um, the people that do that. They're just twisting anything and everything, and like water that takes the path of least resistance, right? Mm-hmm. The the area that's easiest to move in the spine is the one that's going to move. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, there's an area in the spine that's creating that tension that's stuck for mm-hmm. lack of a better word. Okay. Mm-hmm. Technically the term is subluxated. Okay. Um, but 
keep it real simple. Uh -huh. It's stuck. It's not moving. Uh -huh. Okay. And so what's happening is you're stressing out all these other areas to try to get the stuck area. You're creating more damage. You're creating areas of what's called hyper mobility. And, um, and then also that need to have to do it every 20 minutes. Well, once people start getting adjusted, especially the self crackers, uh -huh. okay. Um, start getting adjusted, they notice they're like, wow, I don't feel like I need to crack my back all the time or my neck, you know, mm -hmm. and they're, they're not constantly twitching. They're comfortable in their own skin. Mm -hmm. You know, their, their spine is aligned. It's moving balanced. Mm -hmm. You know, there should be balanced motion throughout the spine instead of certain areas that are just floppy and sloppy, you know, and other mm -hmm. areas that are just rigid and hard. And so that's the reason why I get adjusted. I don't crack my own back. Okay. Yeah. yeah but there's a, you know, if you're, if you're pulling on your finger to, you know, crack your knuckle. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, actually studies show that actually lowers your resistance, uh, or, or occurrence of arthritis. And, wow. and it, but if you're bending your finger, you know, in a fashion, in a direction that the finger's not really supposed to move, you know, mm -hmm. I've seen people twist, you know, bend their finger sideways to crack the nose. You're actually doing damage to the joint. Now you're going to have develop arthritis in there. Okay. Mm -hmm. But like a mobilization where you just pull your knuckle mm -hmm. gently, you know, you're just opening that up. You're getting that motion in there mm -hmm. that actually shows that it, it's beneficial. That's just, but that's different than an adjustment yeah. of the spine. Yeah. Very different. Sure. The spine is very dynamic. Another question, another question I wanted to ask, um, as far as would getting adjusted help people with depression, maybe is, 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 is you know, as far yeah. as, you know, the, the, you know, obviously the nerve endings through the spine and all that, you know, you think yeah. that might, I mean, what do you think about something like that? Man, you know, that, that, that's an interesting question. Um, to depends upon the depression yeah you know uh because there's so many causes mm -hmm. you know and and having seen that you know firsthand people going through that um chiropractic probably won't help those you know mm -hmm. help people but if they're like just tired and fatigued and they get adjusted yes yeah or, that's what I, yeah. or if they're achy and they're not able to do things like they used to and that was the re that's the, the root cause uh, yeah. of their depression um in Yes, it can help those people, but there's so, so many different, so types. Many different yeah. types, you know, I, that, I think that's one thing that really, it, it, there, there's, there's so like with depression or any sort of mental health issue, mm -hmm. getting adjusted, it might always, it will always be beneficial, but to directly treat somebody Certain, that yeah, they have to be diagnosed for oh man that's yeah like, i have that's a doctor a that's coming on uh, he, a psychologist we're mm -hmm. gonna talk you know we're gonna talk about depression and stuff like yeah. that but awesome. for me obviously you know i i would get adjusted if i'm if, if i start getting my hips start closing up or yeah. my back starts getting stiff or my neck starts hurting right little depression starts coming yeah. on okay yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's like man I, I i'm hurting it, it hurts and i can't concentrate you get a little depressed, you get a little down, but as soon yeah. as I go get adjusted, boom. I actually tried acupuncture for the first time awesome. a couple months ago. Right after I saw you, uh -huh. I went and got acupuncture. Cool. Let me tell you, man. Have you ever tried acupuncture? I have. I used to, um, I used to have an acupuncturist that worked for me in my, Dude, one of my offices. They're awesome, bro. Awesome. Man, I, you know, racing mountain bikes, I would go that, that morning, I'd have her stick a whole bunch of needles in me to, you know, open mm -hmm. up my chi and yeah. get, get me functioning at my best and I'd get adjusted and... 
you know, it really just, it, I mean, that's the thing about chiropractic and acupuncture is it is very Do synergistic. Do they both go, they go Syn- both together? You syner- think? Synergistic, man. Um, you know, uh, it, acupuncture will not replace chiropractic because chiropractic at the very just core, you know, you're, you're, you're putting motion in the body. You're putting mm-hmm. motion in the spine and mm-hmm. motion is key to healing. Mm-hmm. Acupuncture doesn't do that. So, but acupuncture opens up those energy pathways mm-hmm. yeah it helps people it helps the flow it removes that mm-hmm. energy interference so what's cool chiropractic is removing the neurological interference to mm-hmm. optimum health uh, acupuncture is removing that nerve that not the nerve but the, that energy interference mm-hmm. and allowing the body to function so that's the reason why it's like so synergistic yeah, with chiropractic. Yeah, that was my first time trying it. Yeah. I go, I'm going to do get readjusted and then I want to do acupuncture. Awesome. And man, I, I still feel great. Yeah. yeah. And, and this was what, uh, I was on vacation at the beginning of January, mm-hmm. but I'm going to do it again. I'm awesome. going to go get adjusted. I'm going to do acupuncture again, awesome. man. And, and cool. I've been rocking and rolling. Cool. Um, so another another topic I want to talk about. Yeah, what's Because up? when I was in your office and I was looking at your, your TV screen, you mm-hmm. had something about vaccines. Yeah, yeah. That's and a so controversial. I, I, yeah, it's a controversial subject. Yeah. I know it is. And, and, and we're, I want to tread lightly on it, you know, yeah. and, and I don't want to offend anybody what we're about to talk about, of course. Right. Absolutely you know what I mean? Not. But I, I do want to know. I, I've been watching this show called uh, Pandemic, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's about people, anti-vaxxers and, peop- and doctors that are out there, you know, looking at other finding diseases and diseases that are coming upon other people in other countries and, and and those type of sorts yeah so i wanted you to i wanted you to talk a little bit about vaccines and and, yeah. and, and what's your opinion and stuff on that yeah you know man that's a you know we controversial subject right there so you know i think really something that people need to do is make a choice um an educated choice on vaccines and I, with my patients, there's rare, it's rare that I tell them no. Uh, I I always encourage them and help give them resources so they can be armed with information. And that's the key thing. You know, it's people rely too much on whatever the doctor is to be told what to do, right? Without researching and digging and finding out what's best. Well, let's talk a little bit about what vaccines are, because yeah. uh, I think we gotta we gotta touch base on what vaccines are. Right. You so, know. so the the theory, and this is a theory, mm-hmm. vaccines are supposed to help prevent, prevent disease, disease. Right. Measles. That, measles. Mumps. Right. All you know, chicken pox. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, 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 pertussis. You know, whooping cough. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so that's the that's the that's the idea behind it, mm-hmm. um, and it and it's a really storied story about even how vaccines even were founded and and came across. In fact, a lot of times the vaccines actually caused more deaths than what they they prevented. Um, you know, especially at the be- the beginning of the whole vaccine process. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things that I always encourage my patients to do is just look up vaccine ingredients, man, mm-hmm. you know, because the thing is, you know, 
Isn't it a little bit of the virus they're giving to you yeah, with yeah. antibodies? So, so, yeah, and some are alive, some are dead, mm -hmm. okay, to keep it real simple. Mm -hmm. um, and it's supposed to stimulate an immune, res immune, immune response. response. To strengthen it, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I remember well, getting chickenpox growing up, you know, even though I, I'm pretty sure I was vaccinated. Yeah. Actually, I said I have my immunization card at uh -huh. home. Yeah. So, yeah, you, I still got it growing yeah. up. Yeah, and that's the thing is vaccines are not 100%. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, you know, they always give them in series. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, mm -hmm. you get your first round your second round mm -hmm. they they don't know how many rounds it really takes to quote stimulate that the antibodies within your body to to, to give your to protect yourself mm -hmm. they think it's three maybe it's four maybe just one and and so that's one of the one of the challenges is the science is so very questionable mm -hmm. and it's been so manipulated mm -hmm. um when, when you start digging into it and people have been chastised um, and ridiculed mm -hmm. um, for their, you know, actually scientifically based, you know, op opinions, mm -hmm. you know, um, on vaccines. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why, like, when people come in and they ask me questions, I'm like, I want you to research it. I want you to take a look mm -hmm. and go in educated. Even look at the vaccine insert. Mm -hmm. No one, no one looks at the vaccine inserts, including mm -hmm. the doctors. They mm -hmm. don't look at it. You know, a couple things. You know, every procedure, everything has risks. And you, mm -hmm. you ask me, hey, how safe is chiropractic, right? Mm -hmm. And it's very safe. Mm -hmm. Even still, when patients come in, they have to sign what's called an informed consent, mm -hmm. okay? In that, it's required by me to have my patient sign it, required by law, mm -hmm. okay? And I'm okay with it. It's, it's no problem. Mm -hmm. In fact, you know, it's one of, my, it's one of the pages on there. Nothing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, saying, hey, listen, there, there are some risks, well, like any procedure, mm -hmm. and you acknowledge that there may be risks, mm -hmm. um, and, and it, you know, please ask any questions type of thing. I forget exactly how it's worded, but mm -hmm. it's informed consent. Mm -hmm. Well, with vaccines, you don't, patients don't sign an informed consent, yet, you know, there is the risk of death from the vaccine. Mm -hmm. And, uh, in fact, the risks are extremely high. And in some cases, from routine vaccines, it's one in a thousand. Uh, there's a risk. risk wow. That, yeah, I dude. Know the number was that high. Yeah, it's really high. And, and it's right there in the vaccine insert. You look at the vaccine inserts on some of these vaccines, you know, and they've, you know, the scientific community has come out and said there's no link between vaccines and autism, for example. Mm -hmm. Okay. So many autistic kids today, man, we, we need to figure out really, I mean, what is this? You know, mm -hmm. is it a combination of things? What is happening? Okay, but you know, it listed in um, in the vaccine insert on a lot of these vaccines, the, the one of the side effects of of vaccines is encephalitis. That's where the swelling of the brain, mm -hmm. neurological damage happens there, right? Mm -hmm. High fever that causes neurological damage. Mm -hmm. um, listed on there, autism is listed on some, in some of these inserts from the vaccine manufacturers. They're actually admitting that, hey, listen, these can these can happen stroke is listed under under there you know in children you know having these these problems there's a there's actually you know for for um for vaccine reactions mm -hmm. there's actually a government program in um to to um, reimburse families and children that have been injured um, from vaccines there's a reporting system called vars mm -hmm. um and it's it's been said, or not said, but actually shown research that it, there's only about one to two percent of actual vaccine reactions are even reported, and there's thousands, mm -hmm. thousands a year of of severe reactions to vaccines, including 
my kid was totally normal, you know, had talking, you know, babbling normally, normal reaction, got the vaccine, is now in a vegetative state. Who, one of your kids? No, 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 not oh. one of my kids. No, just, the, it's just this is like, happening These are stories, out there. okay. These are stories, real life no, I, stories. I've heard stories of that, yeah. Yeah, so, so for us to just be like, oh, okay, give me a vaccine, we need to question, you know, is this really necessary? You know, chicken pox can be pretty rough, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Can people die from chicken pox? They can but what's that risk versus what's the risk of having a lifelong mm-hmm. effect from having an adverse reaction? What is worse, you know, having somebody who is in a vegetative state as an example, mm-hmm. or, or somebody who got the chicken pox, you know, like I think I roll the dice with the chicken pox. So it's all about risk reward, right? Mm-hmm. Pros, cons. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, what I encourage my patients to do be like, go look this up. Mm-hmm. Don't rely on me. There's so many resources. But now out it's there. so hard now to even say, you know, I don't want my kids vaccinated uh, because yeah. for them, because the school systems, what year? I, I'm trying to remember what year the school system got taken over by the government, where the government was in charge now, because yeah. um, I, I don't remember um, them requiring. You know, do you to bring your immunization card? For the, your kids. It was before it was always recommended, right? right. Yeah, and you, yeah. You could opt out, you know, for religious beliefs. Okay, mm-hmm. so hey, listen, my religion says I'm not to have any medical, you know, in, intervention, medications, and stuff. Um, um, you know, there's medical reasons. So mm-hmm. you have religious beliefs, medical beliefs, mm-hmm. or not medical, medical history, mm-hmm. medical exemption, and that's where let's just say you have one child or two children, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say twins. And they got vaccinated at different times. But it, just in a perfect example, identical twins. One had, you know, the one got their shots mm-hmm. and started having severe problems, mm-hmm. okay? Whether it was an autism spectrum thing or or, or a stroke or death or a paralysis, these mm-hmm. things are real, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you're like, wait a minute. I don't want to do that to child B, okay? I, I mean, look, look what just happened here to my child A, there, something's weird. I don't want to do that to be. Well, the, the, there's a senator in California, California State Senator Dick Pan, mm-hmm. okay? And this guy um, says he's a pediatrician, um, which he is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's like, he's actually on record saying family history is not a reason to vaccinate. Or in other words, just because you have this connection, that's not a reason to vaccinate child B. There's no re- family history is not important. When is the last time someone went to any doctor and and they didn't ask any history or family history of cancer, heart disease? You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like family history is very much a critical part in people's health. Mm-hmm. And and so he literally is on record for dismissing it and saying there's no there's no reason for family history to be a medical reason to not vaccinate. So they've pushed this legislation um, just recently within the last two years, mm-hmm. pushed this legislation to remove virtually all exemptions. It's nearly impossible to get a medical exemption now um, because if a doctor writes more than five, five medical exemptions in a year, they get investigated by the board. Well, what doctor mm-hmm. wants to be investigated by the board, right? Mm-hmm. You know, earlier when we were off air, we were talking about the box, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, people, you know, a lot of times doctors don't want to go outside the box because they're afraid to, to step out of that box for, mm-hmm. you know, insurance reasons or insurance reimbursement reasons, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, or a government knocking on your door saying, listen, you went out of the box. You wrote more than five exemptions. We want to see all your records. Mm-hmm. 
you know and even if the doctors did right but it's, it's okay like, for that one uh doctor uh selling uh ha- having a pill mill out of her yeah out of her doctor's office and, and signing over you know giving out over a billion pills that will that takes them five years to investigate that but yeah. for some doctor that Right, five exams for people right. that don't want to take vaccines. It's a problem. It's a problem. You know, what's really interesting. You know, they passed this legislation to re- basically remove all these exemptions mm-hmm. to, f- to because if the kids are not fully up to date on their vaccines, okay, mm-hmm. my kids, you know, they had the catch up schedule because they had to get get go to school, mm-hmm. um, but we didn't vaccinate our kids. <laughs> For the you know for the first what was it eight nine I can't remember ten years of their life mm-hmm. okay ten twelve somewhere around there mm-hmm. I have to go back and look but yeah, yeah. Um, because and totally healthy kids man you know they weren't getting these diseases and mm-hmm. they were playing with all the same kids mm-hmm. you know I even had one parent say well if your kid's not vaccinated I don't, I don't want, want your kid, kid playing with mine and my response was well if your kid's vaccinated what are you worried about mm-hmm. you know <laughs> and like seriously I mean yeah, you, right? you you got this supposed armor. Mm-hmm. What are you worried about? Maybe my kid's the kid's at risk right now. Maybe mm-hmm. my kid shouldn't play with yours, but I'm not worried about that. Yeah. You know? Um, so anyway, they passed this legislation to make it mandatory for a child to go to public, to, to go to school, public mm-hmm. or private. Mm-hmm. That's what's crazy. Private now too? Private too. And, you know, religious, you know, so they've said, oh, your religion doesn't matter. You have to have these vaccines if you want to go to go to school in mm-hmm. California. I mean, that's pretty scary. I wonder when did that law come into effect? Uh, it had to I think be... it's like two, three years ago, two and a half years ago, two years ago. Oh, OK. Yeah. They, they um, um, I'm blanking out on the Senate bill right now, but it will come to me. OK. But, um, you know, there there was two bills. Um, mm-hmm. One bill was um, for personal and um, religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. Remove those, and then they just passed in the last year the medical, the, the medical one to to pretty much reduce to remove. I mean, it's it's the five. Why are they pushing the vaccine God. agenda so hard? Dude, what, I, what's behind that? Man, I mean, it doesn't make sense. The numbers are there. The no, right? You know, what's it's it's really Is it interesting. population control. Dude, you know, it's <laughs> funny you say that. Um, we need to ask these questions. Why? Well, yeah, you know? I, I have and one person that's a, a, that's a, a vaccine, uh, anti-vaccine mm-hmm. advocate, and, and she goes to a lot of the uh, the meetings up there in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to get her on or trying get to get someone here. that, yeah. you know, because to, 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 she knows a lot more yeah. about the laws and everything. But yeah. she'd like, be a good person. Yeah. To have. Like, what's the agenda? You Man, know? I, just, I, I, that's there's a reason why, like when patients ask, you know, about vaccines, I'm like, you need to research this. Here's some resources. Go look at this. Um, because people need to, to really know and understand mm-hmm. because it's a battle to, to, to go up against the, the system. You know, and you ask about why, right? And it's a really good question. I don't have the answers to, but we have to ask why. Because when you look at the number of people that, are un, that were either unvaccinated or not up to date on their vaccines, they're all clumped together, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and when you look at the numbers, we're talking 2 to 3% of the population in California was either un- or under-vaccinated, okay? And that means not up to date on their shots. Mm-hmm. 2 to 3%, man, mm-hmm. small percentage. You know, and they tout herd immunities at risk. Herd immunity is at risk when, um, you know, and that's assuming herd immunity applies. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's making another big assumption. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're looking at, man, ninety seven percent of the population is up to date on their vaccines. Why are they going after the two to three percent? What is the bigger mastermind behind this? Mm-hmm. It's like what. And I don't have the answers, but what is it? And you mentioned population control. <laughs> you know, man, you know, now we're going down. Well, that. they went out blank in China. They, they went out and said, uh, 
couple years ago. They just changed it, but it was one was a one child per couple mm-hmm. for a very long time. For a very long time. Know? I mean, it's almost like it's the it's the same thing with the what's going on because you know I got kids, man, and, yeah. and they're vaccinated. I I follow the rules. You right. Know? I go, well, you can't go to school unless you're vaccinated. Yeah. And on top of it, I don't want if the chicken pox is around or the measles around. I want their immune system to be able to fight it, fight it, or you know respond. I mean? Maybe or respond. maybe those disease, some of these diseases actually stimulate the immune system to provide lifelong immunity. Okay. Yeah. Versus okay. the shots that don't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, scientific fact. Mm-hmm. You know. So you know maybe it, you know and there's there's been research out there you know somebody got chastised for saying this but the research actually says there's research that says mm-hmm. hey if you get this disease that helps decrease your risk of cancer they're starting to kick all the anti-vaxxers off the internet now oh, i mean you can't time. find anything i was no. trying to look up some things couldn't find anything went yeah. on youtube type youtube things yeah you, you they're starting to eliminate these big companies eliminate and, and starting to set their their feet on what they believe is right and yeah. i think that is wrong because right. You know what was it? Uh, one article I was reading was that this one of this lady's kid mm-hmm. was four years old and mm-hmm. got the flu. Mm-hmm. She went on Facebook to the anti-vaxxers and mm-hmm. they told her all kinds of different remedies: lavender, mm-hmm. hot tea. Right, right. And she had gone to the doctors. They did prescribe her their thermoflu. Yeah. And instead of her going out and getting the medication to give it to her son, she relied on the anti-vaxxers remedies. Mm-hmm. Her son ended up dying. And oh. I think this was recently, uh-huh. you know? So when I read stuff like that, that's why I have to ask these type of questions, yeah. you know? Cause it's like, maybe if he would have gotten the flu shot, he wouldn't have died. I mean, right. what do you think in a situation like that? Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, you know, two, two things that, you know, you mentioned YouTube going on, you know, mm-hmm. and just limited yeah, information. You mentioned population control, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, conspiracy theories are abound, mm-hmm. right? But you look at the Gates Foundation, huge proponents, um, yeah, proponents of, of vaccines, right? Mm-hmm. Bill Gates is on record, and you can YouTube, Google this and look mm-hmm. this up, and you go on YouTube, saying the way we're going to control population mm-hmm. and decrease population, because we can't, quote, maintain yeah. the population growth and feed them and, and all that. He's in this video. Um, is through vaccines. So he's literally saying Same. we're 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 weeding out we're weeding the, out, man, and and then survival you, of the fittest. And and you look at some of the vaccine ingredients, and it's actually the same stuff as spermicide. You know, it's mm-hmm. in some, not all. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, in a yeah, couple yeah. of them. It, you know, mandatory vaccines, and you look at the risks and the diseases, and the you know HPV's been shown to actually cause sterility. HPV vaccine, uh, vaccine. That's is, the. the f- Okay. Yeah, it, that's the not the uh, flu shot. No, no, that's the um, cervical cancer vaccine. And is when did they start giving them? Um, they started. Well, that's not mandatory. The the cervical HPV. Yeah, that's. Not, but, I don't think I have. That yeah, that's not mandatory. But um, they're working on getting that put on the list. But um, so what I was just saying is, you know, there there's a lot of problems with these vaccines, mm-hmm. and we need to ask why. We need to ask for safety. We need to look at you know the vaccine inserts, and we need to know more than what your medical doctor knows. Because the, literally, I had a doctor one time. The medical doctor tell me he was afraid to read it because if he did, he probably wouldn't do it. <laughs> you know, you're yeah, like, yeah. oh my gosh. Well, you're because now you're thinking. Um, but the flu shot, you know, the interesting thing about the flu shot is it's completely ineffective. 
Um, funny. It thing, just gets you sick. I know my sister; she gets it every year, uh-huh. and if she doesn't get it, she gets really sick. Yeah. Well, the flu shot has been proven to be completely ineffective year. That's after one thing year they ask you. Year. You have a choice. Right. That's right now. It, you, it, you still have a choice on that. Right now. For now. Okay. Oh, um, you know, at best is you know. It, Okay, so for example, um, just in the news, it was hilarious. You can go back and look. Um, this was in the news. It was in the news the end of last year. It showed that the flu shot was completely ineffective for children. Didn't have any benefit whatsoever. Mm-hmm. No actual measurable improvement whatsoever. And um, but yet they still pushed it for children, right? I mean, it was it was in it was in the news. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a reputable news source. This mm-hmm. wasn't some obscure, you know, behind closed doors, you know, little little news organization. It, it was, um, and I don't remember the article now, but it was a major news mm-hmm. source that we would expect to have reliable information from, saying completely ineffective. In fact. Increasing your vitamin D3, D, D as in Delta, mm-hmm. D3 mm-hmm. intake during the winter months has been medically proven to be more effective in preventing the flu than your best flu shot. Well, I'll be honest with you, I don't get sick a lot. When I do, I'm out for like a day. Right. But from what I've heard and, and, and what, what I've learned from listening to podcasts and stuff like that is you get a lot of good vitamin D from the sun. Yes. Now, is that vitamin D3? Or? It's D3. Okay. It's in a form I'm of out D3. in the sun yeah. all day long, and and for some reason, I don't get sick as, as often as you would, people, regular people do. Right. If I do, it's like for a day, and I tell people, get out there and get some sun. Vitamin yeah. D is like... It's huge. It's huge. You know, unfortunately, my wife... Um, got the flu, mm-hmm. you know, and she, she was, she was really, she was really sick. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we treated her, mm-hmm. um, as soon as she started feeling better, I'm like, you need to go back on the out deck Gotta and get, get some sun mm-hmm. and, 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 and the next day, bam, hundred percent better back at work. It's amazing. So, you know, it's, it, it is definitely a very important aspect to your health as being outdoors, getting some sun, um, you know, and, and then, you know, looking at what, researching the flu shots you know mm-hmm. I, you know i like i had mentioned earlier you know encourage my patients to look at ingredients and in vaccines right mm-hmm. and we start and it's simple you know it's simple things you know easy to find it's mm-hmm. not it's actually not hidden that's what's really funny about mm-hmm. this you know we look at flu shot ingredients um formaldehyde is in flu shots and most vaccines formaldehyde. Formaldehyde. is that a poison that is a poison man proven to cause cancer so we're injecting cancer-causing ingredients into our body for the flu shot. Mm. Another big ingredient in flu shots, aluminum. Okay, aluminum. Why would they be putting these things in? I gotta yeah. get a, someone in there that that knows that yeah. makes the vaccine. That makes the like, vaccine. I want, I want, and, and I how want they, answers. And then how they justify it. when they justify it is and how they justify it is well, it's just in such small amounts that uh, you know it, it it's totally safe. They, that's what they say, but. Mm-hmm just being in a room that has formaldehyde you're not touching it you're not eating it you're not injecting it okay you have to sign waivers like when i was working on cadavers in in chiropractic school we had to sign a waiver that hey Mm -hmm. there's cancer causing chemicals in here like formaldehyde Mm -hmm. and you sign this sign your life away that you know that it's in here and you can come in and work in these cadavers right Mm -hmm. so yeah so we have and we have aluminum right this is interesting studies show medical research shows that you know in patients with Alzheimer's, high concentrations are aluminum are, of aluminum are found mm-hmm. in the in the brain. 
You know, I just found out I'm allergic yeah. to uh, metal shavings. I was doing a route in Fountain Valley really? for years, and uh-huh. I kept getting these major headaches, like allergies. Yeah. And I was going to doctors. I, I was trying all wow. kinds of medications. Uh-huh. And finally, it, Flonase, it, it did alleviate the pain. It, mm-hmm. it got to the point where I thought my head was going to explode. Wow. And so I my my recently, my helper, he was on truck with me, and he was telling me everything he's allergic to, shellfish, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. He said he started getting rashes all over his stomach. It turned out that his he was allergic to his belt because it was made out of nickel. Uh-huh. Nickel and so, allergy. And so, yeah. yeah so I, I started thinking, like, well, I delivered to a lot of industrial areas where there's uh-huh. metal shavings, yeah. big old containers. Yeah. And you can smell that metal being burnt and yeah. shaved. And, and, and I, I realized, hey, I'm allergic to metals. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And a lot a lot of people are. You're not you're not alone on that. Yeah. So, you know, we ha- and we have aluminum getting injected into our bodies. And here's what's interesting. So the blood brain barrier um, in a child is not, and that's what like keeps a lot of, to- keeps the toxins from getting to your brain, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's a massive filter, basically, if you mm-hmm. think of that, mm-hmm. okay? Um, it, um, it's not fully developed in a child between the, until the age um, of about five to seven, mm-hmm. okay? Roughly, mm-hmm. okay? Um, so that means these chemicals that we're injecting to our, into our children Get go fully absorbed into the brain. You know, um, like thimerosal is a very controversial ingredient inside vaccines. It's a mercury derivative. It's mercury. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. And they show study, studies of how thimerosal damages and injures the nervous system. No one's di- disputing that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. What they're trying to say is there's no link between thimerosal and autism. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the big, you know, you know, poo poo on that. Right. Yeah. Um, but it is a neurological damaging ingredient. Um, and it's not get, it doesn't get excreted. You know, they've done shown studies. It's not getting sweated out in these children. It's not getting coming out in their fecal matter or their urine. So, you know, where's it going? Right. That's mm-hmm. the big million dollar question. Mm-hmm. No one has the answers to that. So what's happening to this ingredient in that's neurologically damaging. Mm-hmm. Um, so in aluminum, same thing. So the blood brain barrier in children developing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then as we get older, our seniors, mm-hmm. our blood brain barrier has been, it, they, it's shown that it actually becomes like, not just Alzheimer's, but just as we get older, mm-hmm. okay. Our blood brain barrier starts to break down a little bit. It becomes a little more porous. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in our, who do we target for flu shots all the time? The seniors, mm-hmm. the seniors that are most vulnerable with these porous blood brain barriers. And now aluminum can go directly into the brain Mm -hmm. and then we find you know and you look at alzheimer's at the all-time increase you know the the biggest argument you know super hardcore pro-vaxxers have is correlation is not causation they say that all the time Mm -hmm. okay well you look at the statistics you look at the research you're like okay well when we started all these things look this all went up too you know this Mm -hmm. all went up too and all Mm -hmm. i'm like maybe we should look into this but there's so much money behind Mm -hmm. the pharmaceutical companies Mm -hmm. okay pharmaceutical companies are controlling the insurance companies insurance companies are controlling the you know the medical doctors and making recommendations Mm -hmm. that's why medical doctors don't like to think outside the box because if they go outside the box Mm -hmm. now they're vulnerable okay but they stay within their box they're not vulnerable um and so they're literally following different guidelines things like that all mandated you know, by ultimately insurance companies and pharmaceutical companies. So, you know, is there a conspiracy? I don't know, but you you follow you, the money. You follow the money, and then you, it makes you wonder. You know, it, it it raises a lot of questions. And I'm not uh-huh. here to 
answer the questions. I'm here to help. Yeah. You mentioned we were going to talk about this. I'm like, I want to stimulate questions. I want yeah, people to go exactly. and look. Um, am I an anti-vaxxer? You know, I, I wouldn't go as far as saying that. I I, I am. I want to look at the research. Mm -hmm. uh, show me how this works. Show me how this is safe. Mm -hmm. And then the next question is, let's see the safety studies on these vaccines, because I don't want. I I don't consider myself an anti-vaxer. Mm -hmm. um, I you know I, I am a healthcare provider. I'm a chiropractor. Yes. I have tons of science. You know, in fact, I've forgotten more of my science. You know, than it's like than what I've remembered because there's just so much. And at the end of the day, I'm like, show me the research, you know, show me the, you know, the connections, um, yeah, or not. Don't just tell me, don't just you tell know, me, show yeah. you know, let's like, it's like, I mean, I didn't, uh, cause yeah, it, people are full of opinions, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, w let's see the facts. So in, in the fact, the facts don't lie, mm -hmm. you know, and when we get right down to it, you know, we show me the safety studies and, um, and a little side note, there are none vaccines there are no safety studies in vaccines when you go to look it up so that's what's really really interesting and it's it's a pandora's box you know you go down that rabbit hole mm -hmm. we mentioned rabbit yeah, hole yeah. you start going down there problem we have in california is we don't have the um the ability if we have children to um to to make choices yeah. health choices that are best for for our family, mm -hmm. you know, and it's all about choices. And, you know, I don't chastise people, you know, who go get every single shot and get mm -hmm. some extra ones along no, yeah, the way. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That, hey, if you think that's best for you, you know, and the people that haven't gotten the vaccines, you know, like my kids, they're older now. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, a shot when a child is six months or a year old is much more damaging without any debate mm -hmm. we i mean it's you can't even debate because it's factual you look at the vaccine ingredients mm -hmm. it's damaging to the body okay the, a child that's a six month year old is going to respond very different than a, than somebody who's 10 and 12 mm -hmm. right for the basic they do, vaccines they, yeah they do it in, in in stages don't they they do like they, they they slowly poison them and space uh, it yeah, out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there there's a doctor out there his name's dr bob sears uh, fantastic doctor. He's written all kinds of books on vaccines. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's he has a modified vaccine schedule for those who want to, you know, delay and postpone. But the problem is, you still got to get your kids into school. Mm -hmm. So it puts parents in a rock in between no, a rock and a hard you place do paperwork now. And yeah, but if if they make it jumping, you got to jump through hoops to, to go down that path. Yeah, well, you can't even get the kids into school now. You know, <laughs> so that's the thing. It's like, um, you know, when you have. Uh, you know, uh, out of a hundred kids, you have 99% of them, you know, 99 of the hundred fully up to date. And, and that one that's not, they're going to not let the one go to school. Well, if, again, back to, I said earlier, yeah. if 99 is vaccinated, what are you doing worried about the one, yeah. you know, it used to be, well, if there's an outbreak and this is funny, man, if there's an outbreak at the school, let's just say measles. Okay. Yeah. It, it, if there, and that's a hot, another hot topic, but you know, let's just, if there's an outbreak, you know, we're going to send your child home mm -hmm. and, and uh, you know, and uh, you know, this is when yeah. you could go to school without them. And I was like, okay, great. Thank you. You know, yeah. call me right away. I'll be right down to pick up my kid. Mm -hmm. I, I'm like, that's, that's fine. I'm okay mm -hmm. with that. Mm -hmm. But I'm also thinking, well, if 99 are vaccinated, my one who's not vaccinated doesn't have measles. Um, and there's an outbreak. Why is there an outbreak if 99 of them been vaccinated? You know, like, yeah. I mean, basic question, right? Yeah, right. How's yeah. there an outbreak in a completely vaccinated, you know, population? 
if if these are supposed to work the way they're you know they're the public is led to believe mm -hmm. you know people are like oh you had your shot you're not gonna get that you're fine mm -hmm. it doesn't work that way you know and it's like some of them are you know only 25 uh, you know maybe 50 percent effective right mm -hmm. and it's and you're like wow i just injected formaldehyde aluminum you know antibiotics thimerosal you know into my body in hopes of something that might work you know and then you mentioned the flu shot mm -hmm. you know i'm kind of on my soapbox a little bit no you're, me, no you're doing good man you know it's like you know you mentioned the flu shot and um you know you they like to say, well, just because it doesn't match, I love this. Just because it's a different virus yeah, right. strain that's H1 going around. N1. Yeah, right, right, totally. It's gonna reduce your symptoms and make your flu less severe. That's what the that's mm -hmm. what the that's yeah. the mantra. Okay. Um, show me the science on that. There is none. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, you know, it's like, let me tell you the end of the story. There are no, there's nothing supporting those statements. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like these vaccine manufacturers just don't want to get stuck with a whole bunch of product that mm -hmm. they can't push on, yeah. a, on, you know, on, on the public mm -hmm. is what it boils down to. So, you know, a flu shots, one that we can all avoid. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and that is one I, I am, you know, I do tell my patients, don't get the flu shot. Mm -hmm. Let's increase your vitamin D3 intake mm -hmm. with a little bit of vitamin K because that helps the body absorb it. Have to be careful of vitamin K because there's certain heart conditions you can't take vitamin K. So, you know, make sure that's right mm -hmm. for you. I'm telling you that for your audience so they don't just start taking vitamin K because mm -hmm. that could be a problem. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, go so, see a nutritionist. <laughs> yeah, go. <laughs> right, right, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah you, you know, it's like, yeah, even ask your pharmacist. Your pharmacist, yeah. believe it or not, your pharmacist is like, hey, I have this, you know, condition. Can I take this? Your pharmacist will actually know. In fact, if you ever have a question about a medication, mm -hmm. don't ask your medical doctor. Ask your pharmacist. pharmacist. You know that's what they deal with every day. Mm -hmm. They are the experts on that. Mm -hmm. Your medical doctor literally regurgitate most of them. I shouldn't say a blank statement <laughs> like that, but a lot of them just regurgitate what their pharma rep, you know, told mm -hmm. them when they came in. You know, and um, and I'm not again. I'm not anti medicine man. Yeah, There's yeah. a time and place for everything. I, I believe. You know, I, believe I, that, yeah. I mean, I've I've unfortunately had to send my. Patients I had anxiety for surgery. before. I was yeah. taking Xanax for a bit. I got yeah, off of it. But right. I, there was a period in my time where I would go through get anxiety. Yeah. Certain things, and now I don't have it. And right. It's like I think back of like, man. What was it? Was yeah. it just my body just going through changes? Somebody told me that your body goes through changes every five years or yeah. something like that. I used to have severe heartburn. Yeah. And 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 those things changed. Right, right. You know, right. The, those things, I grew out of it. I don't have anxiety. I don't have heartburn. But there was times where I needed modern medicine. I needed right. uh, Xanax to help me. And I needed... Uh, what what else did I need? I had anxiety. Oh, heartburn. I, I needed heartburn medicine. Uh, I think it was called Prolac or Prilosec. Prilosec, yes. Yeah. Um, another topic I wanted to brush upon, you know, now that we're talking about vaccines and the flu shot, what do you think about this coronavirus? Is just is just just oh, another one? Man. I mean, because look at, uh, regardless if we get the flu shot or not, we get the coronavirus. I mean, something like that too is disturbing to me. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. I want to believe in vaccines. I want to believe something like that will protect me. That's why I get the shot. But when you got something like the coronavirus coming in, like, hey, man, that's not nothing's going to work. Yeah. Yeah. You, that's, you know, what do you think about th this virus? 
you know, that's a good question. Is I, it made in a lab? Is it a conspiracy? <laughs> Dude, I just I, don't know. Have you heard some of those conspiracies? Oh, yeah. You know, it, it's funny. It's one I found real interesting on that was, you know, that the city of Wuhan over there in China. Yeah. Um, there's two bio, um, bio weapon, la- you know, yeah. Lab- yeah, I heard lab- about that one. Laboratories right <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it begs the question, you know, is this something that got loose? You know, I'm not mm-hmm. saying it was intentional whatsoever, mm-hmm. but you know, is this something that got loose? Mm-hmm. You know, um, cause you never they're know. They're tracing it back to this anteater, a hard skilled anteater. That's yeah. what they're tracing it back to. Why, that why is it it's that a delicacy. These, why is it all these viruses from China come from some sort of animal? I mean, they're eating bats. Weird? You see that video of the bat inside the, the, <laughs> the soup box? Totally. I was like, and then no, the person came up. I think the person actually bit into it too. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Oh man. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I, I just think we should all take the typical precautions. What's concerning about the coronavirus is, you know, when someone's got the flu, it's real, you know, when they're coming down with mm-hmm. it, it's pretty obvious, you know, mm-hmm. and you can isolate, you can, mm-hmm. you know, get treatment, you, you can, you, you can get care, right? Yeah. And you can decrease exposure to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to the coronavirus, people are walking around not knowing they have it, mm-hmm. and they're able to, tr- you know, you know, share it with others. They say they found a ten-year-old boy. It was just peeling off of his skin, but he had no symptoms. Yeah, it yeah. was just it was just on his skin. Just. Yeah, it's just crazy. So I don't know. I don't- it, it's it's concerning. I, I think. I think our administration is doing a good job by immediately putting mm-hmm. some travel bans in place on that right now until mm-hmm. this all settles down. Eventually, it's going to burn itself out, mm-hmm. um, especially when the hosts, i.e., the people, start, mm-hmm. you know, getting, you know, like, you know, unfortunately, getting sick and mm-hmm. then recovering and spreading it less. Mm-hmm. But we have to be diligent. Um, you the know, coronavirus, for the audience, it's another strain of influenza right exactly yeah yeah totally it's it's a it's exactly what it is actually i've seen pictures of it it's pretty it's got like almost looks like little suction cups around this ball Mm -hmm. you know all over it's it's really a odd looking odd looking virus and it's weird that it just all of a sudden has popped up really out of nowhere and Mm -hmm. quite frankly seems like it's spreading pretty fast so Mm -hmm. um i think we should all just be diligent and wash hands and you know and eat well cooked foods unfortunately vaccines don't work and even if there, if there is was a vaccine would it even work you yeah know? I, I mean you know it's really funny we talk about vaccines and you know we one of the big things is you know and is as controversial as this is what mm-hmm. i'm about to say mm-hmm. it's based upon fact and we need to look at it yeah um you know people say oh the polio vaccine saved the world Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, we all died from polio, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really interesting. There's a graph, and you know, there's multiple graphs, but mm-hmm. you can go back and look. And they took U.S. government statistics and looked at mortality in cases of um, of polio, mm-hmm. and you can see where polio at its highest rate was just you know rampant. Mm-hmm. Okay, high numbers. Okay, and you can see where looking you can understand like start to you know they're researching what is this what what's going on you know type mm-hmm. of thing kind of like the coronavirus right yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like right now they're like what what is this virus where's it going why are all these people dying what do we have to do to mm-hmm. mitigate it and 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 basically like rid the environment of of, of corona, corona yeah, right yeah. so you can see that you know they're they're doing that with um so with polio um I'm looking up the chart right now because I want to go over it with you. Yeah. But um, and actually have numbers. But um, anyway, with 
with this thing, you can see where the where polio cases were extremely high. And um, and then what's really interesting is the the vaccine comes out right as the um, cases of polio were completely dying off. So mm -hmm. you can see where it spikes up real high, you know, lots of cases. Okay. And then it, it starts to drop away, drop away, a little tiny spike, and then a complete drop. Mm -hmm. And it went from like having like, was it 55,000? I want to give you exact numbers here. Um, I'm looking it up right now because there's different graphs with all the little, little things here. But uh, percentage increase, yeah. So it it was all time high, and then you can see where it dips down. And the percentage increase was already down to seventy percent decrease in polio before the vaccine, vaccine came, out. came out. So it already decreased seventy percent from its height, mm -hmm. and then the vaccine comes out, and we and we attribute all oh, the vaccine is what did it. Well, we look at the trend, that's not the case. Mm -hmm. We look at the percent, it's understanding the epidemiology of the disease, mm -hmm. how to prevent it mm -hmm. and, and so forth. So I'm not saying polio, polio is really bad. Mm. Um, what is it so, that kills, it kills some people and then some people survive? Is it some people survive, they have respiratory issues, neurological issues. Um, they have not all limbs the same, that, yeah. the limbs that are shorter than others, you know, legs typically. And yeah, it's, it's really, you know, it's a horrible, it was, a, it is because mm -hmm. there's still countries that mm -hmm. where their polio exists. Um, in the United States, the only known cases have been from the vaccine itself. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, it's really mm. understanding uh, the, you know, the, the disease. There are polio-like, in fact, just in the news a year or so ago, polio-like disease out mm -hmm. um, that was, you know, going around in children. Um, they're not... They don't really understand what was the spread of that. Have you seen yeah. that episode on uh, Netflix? It's a series called Pandemic. I have not. Pandemic? No. It's about these uh, researchers that go out and they study diseases. And you got one guy, he's researching, trying to find the one vaccine that's going to you're going to be able to take. And it's going to offend you against all the flus. And then you got the anti-vaxxers. And there's different storylines and stuff like that. It's really interesting. Um, I don't know if you watch a lot of TV, but you should take a look into that, man. It, 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 but... The reason why I'm asking you that is because I I don't see this type of information getting put out there. I, I'm no. seeing a different agenda, making it worse. Like, oh, we've got to fight, find a vaccine for Ebola and this and that. But in reality, there's not. It's just you either have a, a good immune system or, you, or you know. Yeah, it, it, it's all about building up your immune system mm -hmm. and being stronger. You mm -hmm. know, the survival of the fittest kind yeah. of thing. You yeah, know, yeah. it's like. So, I mean, that's the reason why I get adjusted. You know, I want to be at my strongest and my best. Mm -hmm. Can chiropractic prevent everything? No. You know, can mm -hmm. it prevent the coronavirus? Mm, probably not. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like, it's just so, but it's taking a holistic approach to your health. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and vaccines are not the answer, but we don't really in California, especially with children, we mm -hmm. don't have a choice. They're coming after adults next, you know, and then we have to decide. It's like, okay, why are we walking around? Are we little carriers mm -hmm. of disease and we're all going to die now? Mm -hmm. You know, it's just this. It, it, what is the motivating factor behind that? You know, and those are questions a, we're, we're, we're going to look into on this yeah. podcast and we're going to ask, you know, and yeah. 
I want to thank you for coming on the show, brother. Yeah, I really appreciate having you, having you here. We are running out of uh, recording time. All can right. you tell the people in closing how they could get a hold of you and you know yeah. all the good stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they can start by going to my website. Um, in fact, my website has some pretty darn good information on there. My website is gotspine.net. That's like got milk. Think like got milk, but gotspine.net. That's one good way. They can follow me on Instagram, which also has some some good links on there and my instagram is got spine um so that's another good way um they can call me uh, my phone number is 714-731-9355 and uh, believe it or not i like to get texts when people are like hey i got a question or i want to come in text will shoot you a text He's shoot good. me a text and, yeah. and, and, and dude and, and the funny thing is everyone likes to text mm-hmm. you know it cuts out all the bull you get and you're getting me mm-hmm. you know that's the thing is you're not mm-hmm. getting a staff member you're actually getting me good thing is you're getting me bad thing is sometimes there might be a little, a little delay because mm-hmm. especially um being with patients mm-hmm. you know if it's an emergency i respond right away but if mm-hmm. it's not you know i get back to you as soon as i can um, my texting number um that number is 714 nine three five five again that's eight eight six nine three five five and hey by the way those last four numbers in the nine three five five spell out well as in like wellness wow. did you so, did you order that on? i did oh, that's yeah, dope. Yeah, totally i know is that cool <laughs> so yeah so you know, if you remember eight eight six well um you'll reach me and um you know i love to help people i in fact that's what's kept me in this profession is seeing the chiropractic miracles mm-hmm. every day you know i started to talk about that one opera singer and the, her life changed the way her performance has gotten better mm-hmm. um you know I, that's what i'm about i'm not i'm not going to sit there and preach to people about vaccines when they come into my office yeah yeah you know but it, it's i i am going to preach to them about health wellness chiropractic mm-hmm. um and the above down inside out approach man just tapping into the source and getting healthy and strong heck yeah brother once again i want to thank you for coming on the show Absolutely. i want to get you back you're part of the raider and the same family yeah so i want awesome. you to come back periodically cool. you know we could talk about other subjects and Sounds stuff great. but i think this is something that people need to hear and, and i want to and involve that in my podcast as far as health and wellness so next time we'll, we'll pick some other subjects and yeah, we'll great, get man. you on there see how everything's going cool ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening i'll see you guys next week thank you once again for listening to the raider and the saint have a good day guys good awesome man Dude, that was good. Definitely, I didn't want to offend anybody. <laughs> you know, like, oh, you gotta, you gotta, but not people get it. Yeah. You know, most people, I mean, if you're coherent enough to listen to a podcast, yeah. then you're more open-minded than someone if you put it on someone's totally. TV. Yeah, you know, and what I really wanted to stress was, you know, there's, there's times and places where